Support for Waveform comes from Anthropic. So looking for an AI solution for a business, it might be time to check out the Claude 3 family from Anthropic, your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. So whether you're powering a customer chat experience or doing complex R&D or need advanced analysis, Anthropic can help provide you with frontier intelligence. So if you're looking for speed, power, or anything in between, the Claude 3 family offers AI models for a variety of tasks and budgets. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, what is up, people of the internet? Welcome back to another episode of the Waveform Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Marquez. I'm Andrew. And I'm David. And we've compiled, we've been taking notes this whole week about what we wanted to talk about. And it's turned out this is mostly a social media episode. We have a Correct. lot to say about a lot of different social networks. Uh, starting with Google Plus, of course, is the hottest one. Just kidding. Uh, YouTube fighting some things. Twitter fighting some things. Reddit fighting some things. Instagram fighting some things. Uh, but first, we want to talk about the Zen phone. Mm-hmm. You've been actually using the Zen phone alongside. I have. I can officially it. say so. I've been using this for about two weeks now. Yay. Feels kind of cool. Somebody else, baby. Somebody <laughs> well else. I, I want to preface this by saying also, this is the first non-Pixel phone I've used since the Pixel Three. The Three is when I switched wow. to the Pixel lineup, and I've only used Pixels since then. So this is a fairly close to stock android phone yes how have you been finding the zen phone 10 i will start it by saying i really appreciate oh you have all the fun colors i was just showing too. the colors yeah. what five colors this time <laughs> yeah five colors blue white black green red yes yeah. blue's hot blue is hot and by hot i mean really subtle it's really cool actually red yeah. is really quite That's bright warm yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like it. The green I, is like a like bright pine green. Yeah, I've been using the green. I think we kind of were wondering if which one's going to fade the worst. Because remember the Zenfone 9 had like yeah. fade, terrible fading. I do think this back material is going to not fade as bad. They yeah. said they made the material better from last year, right? Yes. Yeah. Actually, I'll they just... said that. Yeah, so I'll start and with I... just my like summary of the phone, okay, yeah, which yeah. is... I love the Zenfone 9, shamelessly. Like yeah. It's one of my favorite phones ever. It Me won too. my small phone of the year last year. And I could only really come up with maybe two nitpicks about that phone. One is it didn't have wireless charging. Right. They added it to this phone. Mm-hmm. So it's got 30 watt, 30 watt wired, 15 watt wireless, boom. They did that. Epic. The other nitpick was the back material just like faded so hard. I had a red phone within a month. Keep in mind, you own a phone for years. Within a month, my phone was like dark and yeah. used looking. Like yeah. really Patinaed. used. So, yeah. <laughs> Patinaed. But not thinking, in a good way. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like after a year, two years, three years, this phone's going to look crazy. Yeah. I mean, it probably bottoms off after a while, but that was, <laughs> that was a legit nitpick I had. Um, this phone still feels kind of the same like it's a soft it's nice. touch it's mm-hmm. it's got a little texture to it but they told me it's a different material so i said oh okay it's a different material it hopefully is a better aging more durable material and so far that's felt like it's held up to be true as well so i no longer have anything negative to say at all about this phone that's it crazy. literally just yeah. has like the tiniest littlest <laughs> nitpicks for me but yeah. this phone is incredible that, i mean that's kind of how i feel i those two things i agree with I said the wireless charging was a deal breaker for me, and I was like, man, if this had wireless charging, now it does. I would use it, and here we are. I'm mm-hmm. using it. And I do agree. I have I mean, I take this to the climbing gym. It gets chalk all over it. I throw it on the ground. I've seen very little wear on the back of it, and the green's really light, so I feel like it could show wear very yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. I was hoping I had it with me on you know, some hiking over the last week, <laughs> but I didn't, um, so I didn't get to see if it got that dirty from there. For um, those of you out of the loop, Andrew, I said was on vacation when we recorded last week, but then his flight got 
canceled and now it's a different yeah. time. It was terrible. So he's back. It was rough. He's back. We're rescheduling us. it, but <laughs> but we're back. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. And um, but yeah, so so far, like you said, I've loved it. It has wireless charging. The size I'm getting used to because I'm not used to something small, which I think let's take a minute. We were arguing about this beforehand. What did you say? Someone said on, on YouTube or right. what? what so it, there was a lot of comments. Um, I don't know if it was from your tweet when it got announced or something, but uh-huh. a lot of people are saying, like, this is a misconception. This is not a small phone. We are talking about relative to any other, mostly phone, any other Android phone you can get right now. It's like one of the smallest ones, specifically with flagship specs it is definitively Definitive. i'm pretty sure i can say it's definitively the smallest phone with the snapdragon 8 gen 2 yeah and it is definitely the smallest flagship phone you can get that yeah. doesn't fold in half the iphone se is technically slightly smaller yeah uh, but that's not a flagship phone as someone who's used a lot of phones too like when i type on this phone the keyboard feels a little bit small sometimes i agree do you have it wait wait before we go forward, yeah. I also think one of the complaints of that though was comparing it to the iPhone Mini. When it is closer, it is closer to the size of a regular iPhone than the iPhone Mini, but it was being compared to that just because it is one of the smaller Android devices. Sure. The iPhone is a smaller iOS device. The iPhone Mini, That's which is no longer was. made. Yes. When it was out, it was by a landslide the smallest flagship phone you could get. Yeah. Um, Currently, it yeah. is small. Is what we're trying to say. It is a small yes, phone. It is yes. a small phone. It is my front runner for smallest, best small phone of the year again right now. Do you think uh, this would be a front runner for just overall best phone of the year? So here's or, where it gets or interesting. Best value. So I think yes for best value. Mm-hmm. Uh, Six ninety nine, right? Yes, the same same price Crazy. as last year. Mm-hmm. Awesome, Crazy. awesome value. Literally incredible battery life. Yeah, really good cameras. I think in order to be like an overall MVP best phone. It's a little more blurry. Like I, I think you could argue on impact or on overall like sentiment about a phone. Yes, it's right there. Uh, but I would also want slightly better cameras. I would want you don't like slightly. I dig the so. I think the cameras are good, but uh-huh. I think they're B plus to A minus good. Where the absolute cream of the crop, the S twenty three Ultras, the ones that have a telephoto camera, yeah. the iPhone fourteen Pros, the Pixel Pro, those the are going to be a, those are going to be a bit better. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, t- yeah. it, t- it doesn't have a telephoto. I think that's just one thing it's <clears throat> lacking, and it's a small phone, and that would be a lot of room to take up. But it's not like a flagship camera system. It's right underneath one, so it's not going to be the best phone of the year but it is good at everything it does yeah it also has a headphone jack it t- on the top i just want to do a quick rundown of like what's inside this phone right yeah snapdragon 8 gen 2 wireless charging it's 5.9 inches mm-hmm. 144 hertz ip68 headphone jack 30 watt charging like very durable it's got basically everything that anyone ever asked for and the fact that the battery life is so good Stupid. when, it, when it it's makes a small no phone sense. so i'll say for my battery life I, it's the middle of the day. I'm at 47%. Uh-huh. That's because I haven't charged it since yesterday morning. <laughs> it's incredible. Wow. It really is. I'm a day and a half Holy in it, almost half crap. battery. You said 144 hertz. I will mention it is almost never 144 hertz. Okay. So you can put it at auto and it will go up to 144 hertz mm. only when Game Genie has told it that it is playing a game that can take advantage of 144 Not hertz. even on like the home screen? Not only, yeah, Does it's it do 120, 120 all the time. Well, I don't care. So it's, mo- it's, it's, <laughs> just, it's just like it, they yeah. get to say 144 on the press yeah. materials, but mm. it's 120 most I mean, of the time. 120 is perfectly fine. It's great. That's a so great photo. This is low yeah. light at Coney Island the other That's night. A That's a really a good picture. killer low light photo. Yeah. yeah. Asus, I was very impressed. I, I've always really liked Asus's cameras, even when I did like the Zenfone 5 or 6 review way back in the day. Yeah. They don't lean super hard into like computational photography HDR stuff, which I think is a strong suit for them because yeah. it gives them a little more contrast. They're a little sharper. There's less noise reduction. Yeah. yeah. Keep they're, it simple. They're I think they're, they do well in the test every year as well. Like, yeah. It is potentially one of the top four or five phones in this blind or it get like gets knocked out by the winner and yeah. puts up a fight against it which is i think a lot of people would argue like oh so okay why is it not one of the best flagship cameras it still has to compete with ultra wide still has to compete with telephoto still has to compete with video it, has it no does telephoto. have it has no telephoto it does have really really great stabilization right which should be obvious if you look at the giant Dude, camera al- module almost to the point stable. where it's like it's like too finicky about being like no no you weren't perfectly still maybe you should take that picture again and i'll look at it and be like that looks totally fine but yeah. now i'm worried about it um, i remember i just remember walking around just taking like handheld video just like normal not thinking too hard about it and i played it one played it back it was just like normal 4k 30 not even the super smooth mode 
and it was just remarkably smooth and i was like this is as good as i'd want it it's wow. really good yeah six so. nine and i i still am like how did they get the 6.99 price point it's crazy that's so crazy so it's not gonna sell well this yeah. is my thing is like and, yeah. and actually aaron he made a video where most of his video was about how this phone won't sell well and i kind of tend to agree uh-huh. but i am so happy that asus has continued to spend on and make money or to to make the effort to make this phone yeah. good and small because it takes extra work and extra engineering to fit it in a small space and still make it so good. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be in the U.S. this year. They're actually going to launch at quarter three, epic. which is cool. I don't know if it's going to be in a bunch of carrier stores or maybe just one or two. That would be nice. But yeah, it's it's not going to oversell the big screen because what do people like buying? Big screen. Big screen. So yeah. I don't know. Claire's using an S10e and she was like, I want this as my next phone. S10e is a really good parallel because yeah. this also has the fingerprint reader power button. Jack. It really is. Oh my God. This stays is the S10e. Yeah. Stays with the headphone jack. Yeah. Uh, does the S10e cool also colors. have the corner hole punch cutout? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember the um, yeah. Big Hero 6 wallpaper we that's used? That's exactly it. Yeah. So that that's a good, I think that is a, a good parallel. Point. Yeah. Um, but overall, love it. It's getting, I, it took me a little while to get used to a smaller phone because I've always used bigger ones. Um, my tiny gripes are the fingerprint sensor I miss under the screen just because when I grab it with my left hand, even though I've used my pointer finger as in a fingerprint unlock, it's not great at mm. figuring that out. Mm. Um, and then it has that like side swipe thing you can use, but you can only launch apps in it in floating windows, which I just what? like, let me open a full oh. side. A full screen app from that because so I like it's, it. it's like a quick it's like a one handed mode. Yeah, thing, it's right? like the quick actions from the side and you can either do like settings uh, toggles on it or, or also apps, apps but, but they're only windowed. Mm-hmm. So then you have to open it and then like click the big button because I hate using windowed apps on a phone. Got There's it. just not my on an already small phone. I don't know. Maybe phone. the idea is that it's sort of like arc where you're like opening a window temporarily and then you're closing it quickly. Exactly. I think like, like the best version would be like you're you have an app already and you're like I need to throw the calculator app up and do it really quick and then like click out. That's kind of cool. And that that makes sense. It's a cool idea. I just don't. Love yeah. It. I get you. If, if it was full screen, that seems like a really simple addition nice. it could do. Would be yeah, awesome to be able to do that every time. We yeah. like toggles. <laughs> Add toggles. Like, it, what was the um the, the, the pixel thing. fold thing? Yeah, it's the same. Give thing. me the option to have a separate layout yeah. on the inside and outside. Just a ch- just a toggle. Yeah, just a. Toggle. Doesn't have to be on by default. Just let me toggle it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We like Android because it's customizable. Like Say those are it. simple ones. We <laughs> like toggles. Yeah. yeah, toggle me. Moral of the story. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. YouTube is testing blocking a video entirely if you have an ad blocker installed mm-hmm. i wouldn't run it by well, this is the thing about these headlines is whenever i see a headline that says youtube is testing yeah i kind of just okay. wait mm-hmm. because youtube tests a lot of crazy things yeah a lot of the th- some things do make it youtube was testing removing a dislike counter and it made it to the top and they disliked it youtube was testing you know some other weird things that eventually made it to the top but YouTube also tests like insane things that they just want to see if it'll work with like a fraction of a percent of people and then it goes away. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know how far in the testing process this small. one has made it. It seems like it's still not uh, fully rolled out. But yeah, you know, social media companies like to protect the way they make money. So I mean, if you have an ad blocker, you're not making them any money. That's the thing. How many things do they test that are directly affecting their bottom line? Like YouTube offers an insane amount of stuff with free video uploads and essentially unlimited space for anybody so yeah. like they need to make money and i'm not gonna sit here and like totally defend youtube they have plenty of money but it's their whole business exactly like, i'm <laughs> i would be pretty surprised if this doesn't push forward yeah yeah i, I will also so. say uh i've had youtube premium for so long that i forgot there were ads on youtube i was guilty mm-hmm. of that for a while too yeah and i know that for one person it's kind of expensive but you can have up to six people in your google family plan and it's only like three dollars and 80 cents a month per person if you have all six you people split in your family between plan. everybody right it's funny how we think about these prices it's only three dollars and 80 cents for no ads on an unlimited video supply of the entire internet you don't have to go to college for three dollars and 80 cents a month (laughs) that's it you one person has to pay and everyone pays them back Mm -hmm, right okay just checking yeah yeah, Yeah. it's the the smart way of doing it you work for youtube you didn't just hear that no no we are we are family um we are family to describe how it it seems like they're testing it though. Essentially, if you were to try and play a video with an ad blocker on, rather than immediately just 
block videos entirely it they give you like three chances with a, a screen that says like <laughs> they designed uh, the whole thing yeah yeah because they they want to like push people towards like why they're doing this and it says it looks like you may be using an ad blocker playback will be blocked unless youtube's allowed on the is disabled on the ad blocker list um or you can use youtube premium so trying to push it towards that also with a like creators still get paid from your subscription so more along the lines of like help your creator friends um yeah 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 this is exactly yeah but also us yeah i I will say like it felt like the earlier internet we everyone was like ads suck like get away from ads like get you know use ad blockers well i think people are a little more open to like seeing ads because we kind of zone them out a little bit more now like even banner ads on websites like i don't even really notice anymore and then like YouTube video. The thing with YouTube video ads, though, is I was so used to not seeing them for so long, and then mm-hmm. sometimes I go into incognito mode to watch a YouTube video because yeah. I don't Getting, want it like, to double ruin ads my, yeah. at the beginning. Double ads at the beginning. They're both thirty seconds. I'm like, jeez, yeah. this is like a three minute video, and I'm watching one minute of ads. Yeah, I I yeah. also agree with you in like being more okay with ads, just because more and more of how the internet is working is without those ads is like you're not getting the people creating those so like if it was going to meta i would like block the ads but if if it's going to creators i'm like yeah it's going to creators or like if you think of your favorite tech blog like nine to five mac or verge or something like that it's like i'm going to put those on my like i use an ad block but i also use the the whitelist feature very like cognizantly of, of like making sure that the people i want to keep reading are whitelisted from that so Mm -hmm. they make money and i can keep reading because so many places are shutting down now yeah. because they're losing money and i'm sure a lot of those places are scared of these ai things all taking over. all their information yeah and this is this is even beyond just online video like we just saw a whole bunch of espn layoffs how many ads do you see on espn like when you watch tv aren't there like four consecutive minutes of ads or something like that yeah. for every 10 minutes of tv something crazy yeah and they're still like ah uh, yeah we're out of money for I, you sorry i know that like spongebob episodes they have two episodes or they have one episode in fi- within a 15 minute block, but then like four or five minutes of that is ads. So wow. a SpongeBob episode is actually like 11 minutes long. Wow. Which is so I think so that's like short. most television. Yeah. yeah like like a, a lot of episodes. Yeah. That's crazy. Like when you watch a 30 minute TV episode, mm-hmm. you only watched a 21 minute thing. Yeah. And most of like a lot of ads. Yeah. I feel so old that we're explaining how commercials in SpongeBob <laughs> was as kids. Like, and that yeah. kids, there are people listening to this that don't understand. Yeah. yeah so, that. kids, for those of you who don't know, there's a thing called linear television <laughs> where you don't get to choose where you are in the video ever. It's just playing nonstop and you don't get to hit pause. Well, I guess maybe you could. <laughs> Which is what like then, Pluto TV is now. But then unskippable ads would just play back to back to back to yeah. back to back to back. Unskippable ads. Then, yeah. Then you'd move just on and watch ads. the rest. Commercial break. That's what it's called. Yeah. It's like go when we go to break, but we don't really have commercials. Well, sometimes yeah. we do, I guess. Well, skip, speaking of breaks, let's take a quick ad break. <laughs> wow. And then we'll come back <laughs> and we'll talk more about social media. But of course, we have this little fun thing that we do for ad breaks, which is trivia. Trivia. trivia it's way better than SpongeBob. Can you remind us yeah. of the score? The score. <laughs> Andrew for those did, wondering. <laughs> Andrew got a lot of points last week. He wants to press that. There in. we go. Marquez I'm with 19. David with 23. Mm-hmm. Andrew with 20. 20 club. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. This is going to be rough when I, I lose both of these. Cool, cool, cool. Can we clip that? Can we clip that for later? Because I wouldn't have done that, ha- that high five if I had known that he was <laughs> just trying to put you in the. 20 club. Uh, all right. 20 first club. question. So, what was the first commercially available smartphone with wireless charging? Seeing as the Zenfone 10 now has wireless charging, mm. what was the first one? I'm going to enjoy not being last for this one episode. <laughs> I have a general idea. It's wrong. Okay. Ad break. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 
360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Support for Waveform comes from Coda. So it can be tough to stay organized when your team is spread across time zones. With Coda, you can help keep your whole team on the same page with an all-in-one collaborative workspace that brings together the best of documents, spreadsheets, and apps into one platform. That means less time ping-ponging between different tabs and tools and more time on your projects. So with Coda's extensive planning capabilities, you can stay aligned when managing planning cycles and while measuring objectives and key results. Plus, you can access hundreds of templates and get inspired by others in Coda's gallery. So over 50,000 teams across the world collaborate with Coda, from the New York Times to Square, uh, from Toast to TED and Uber. So if you want a platform that enables and empowers your team to collaborate effectively and focus on shared goals, you can get started with Coda today for free. You can head over to coda.io slash wave. So that's coda, C-O-D-A dot I-O slash wave to get started for free. Coda.io forward slash wave. All right, welcome back. So I have a question and, and David, I promise this will make sense in a minute, but it might be confusing right now. Marquez, like Adam, usual. free yes. agency happened. It did. Well, yeah. last week. It popped and, off. Any Were there any like cool fun things big trades blockbuster trades like andrew's you find it hard to follow yeah. at all andrew's literally being like david i know you don't know sports <laughs> okay, okay but it will make sense it will roll into something we all understand <laughs> you didn't know who wayne gretzky was the other day i'm not gonna ask you if you paid attention to free Continue, agency I'm sorry. That's <laughs> fair. Yeah. Uh, no, some i'm trades. not saying you're wrong i'm just saying i'm a little hurt chris paul got waived and he was a he was technically a washington wizard for yeah, a few days and weird. then now he's a he's on the warriors which is fascinating because he he was like their biggest not biggest you're a big chris paul fan yeah yeah he was their rival and i was gonna play for them so you're a warriors fan now well i'll keep watching them play it's tough being a west coast sorry i'm tangenting already west coast basketball fan because all the games start at 10 10 30 p.m you end up going to bed at like 2 a.m yeah i want to watch some east coast teams this year but yeah there were some moves have you heard of the knicks the new york knicks yeah i've heard of them (laughs) we did make a good signing though did you yeah uh, DiVincenzo? Dante DiVincenzo? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. going to run your whole team? No, 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 no. But we got the like core crew now. <laughs> from the Villanova? The, yeah, from the Villanova yeah. team uh-huh. that won. So like, I, I, Which I like it. It's fun. They're going to keep winning. Naturally. So, question. When you're following free agency, mm-hmm. how do you follow it? Alex. <laughs> I was going to say, shout Alex out to Locked here. on Knicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alex's podcast. Honestly, it's but. usually Twitter. Twitter. Or, or I'll open Instagram and it'll refresh and there'll be oh. a Woj post at the top. Oh, yeah. Woj is like, Woj? it was funny. He, I, sorry. So there's this guy. Is that a real thing? Adrian Woj. I don't know. <laughs> Wojnarowski? Yeah, I'm going to butcher his name. What is it? Wojnarowski. He's yeah. a crazy reporter that he knows things before the players. So he tweeted out like, like a week ago about one player that was like not getting their contract extended or something like that. And that player was like, thanks for the heads up. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So he knows things. He's but inside. Yeah, anyway. Well, so. The reason you might be wondering why we're talking about this. Yes. To me, the two best ways to follow free agency, I'm an NHL fan, not an NBA fan, but they, they're they like exactly Similar, the same. Similar, yeah. This all happens on July 1st, and I follow all of it through Reddit and Twitter, which July 1st, <laughs> Reddit and Twitter were very hard to follow on oh. because Reddit <laughs> lost all third-party apps on July 1st. Mm. They all closed down, and Twitter had a fun little rate limit feature, oh, whatever you want to call it, they the day of. Okay. July 1st for both of them. So nice. I would like to talk about both of these and how annoying they were. God, where um, do we start? Yeah, which would you like to talk about first, Twitter or Reddit? First, I would like to say I do not know sports. <laughs> but but I think that we should talk about Reddit first. Cool. For no okay. reason. I agree with that reason cool we've right. had a we, we talked brief well we talked in length about yes in what length. reddit is doing in length, yeah in, uh, in a previous episode yeah um the update is that now they've gone through with actually nuke uh, we got to the oh, the limit so, for when they had to pay the bill right yes they didn't nuke so they turned on the api mm-hmm. cost thing mm-hmm. not 
all third-party apps shut down. No. I believe Bacon Reader is still around and said they are switching to a paid-only option very soon. Or that was that Relay for Reddit? I'm you? still using Re- Relay and Re- have had no updates okay. at all. Relay is Relay? still like on the fence, but I think the most recent link thing I saw about them is that they were like, it's probably going to cost about $7 a month, which... Wow. Might mean just shut down because mm. that's expensive to ask for. Yeah. I think we would probably pay that much. Yeah. I would probably not want to pay more than five, but I would. Seven's a lot of money. Seven's a lot of money per month. But if you think about what has to go through Play Store and App Store, and yeah. by the time they make it back to uh, like pay for these stupid API changes, like yeah. they're not totally sure yet. Um, but Apollo, Sync, and Reddit is fun all shut down. They were wow. gone end of June 30th, over with. Um, and I just have to say because of free agency, I had to use the default app for a little bit and I previously had mentioned that it's very bad. Mm -hmm. And now after using it for a weekend, I think I need to make a small correction on that. It's Mm -hmm. really bad. It is so much worse than I thought it was. It is horrible. It is the worst experience I think I've ever dealt with. It's pretty bad. An app. I just like, have you used the default app? I have managed to avoid it so far. Yeah, I haven't used it. Oh my goodness. Look at scrolling through this. I'm in dark mode. Okay. Oh, I'm also in airplane mode, so that might take a second. (laughs) It's not loading any. I also want to make a... I want to make yes, a quick correction that uh, Bacon Reader did fully shut down. But oh, did it? Relay for Reddit is still around for now, but yep. they will be moving to a subscription model in the coming weeks. I'm so um, glad they're keeping it. The developer is trying to get their the API calls that they're using as down as low as possible so they can charge as little as possible. Yeah. But we'll find out soon how much that yeah, actually I've gotten costs. a couple updates in the Play Store, and every time I see an update for Relay <laughs> like, for Reddit, I'm like, oh, no, what is it? Is it gonna <laughs> I, look up, I load up the, uh, the notes, and it just says, API optimizations. And I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. Keep okay. going. Yeah. Keep going. So it still works. Yeah. Dang. So so this is, I just loaded up the hockey subreddit. Mm-hmm. It has a pin post at the top. Look at in dark mode. You like can't even tell where a new post starts. Oh, yeah. Do you see how bad this looks? Mm. Then a potential full page ad. That's an ad? Oh, this that. is an ad. Oh, yeah. Full page ads are Full page video ad. Um, and then just ad? like these terrible, just everything looks. And that's a full page so, video ad. Yeah, I mean, I'm not logged in, which I think would still be. But look how many ads Y'all, there are. It's this bad. is horrible. This has just been my normal Reddit experience. Well, for so it sounds long. like that's probably why you don't like Reddit very much. If you're sure. on Android, use Relay for Reddit. It's in my opinion one of the best Reddit apps that's ever been made, and uh, it's Plus free. One. It's still free for now. So for now. Is Weirdly it? enough, oh, it's, it's free for now. Oh, but I was are, using a Relay Pro. I guess that's because yeah. I paid for it. Yeah, it's still free for now, but they're going to be moving to a subscription model. They haven't announced the price yet, but interesting. They must be doing pretty well if they can take that time because they're getting I mean, charged. I, they're starting to. Yeah, I paid for Relay Pro, but it was a one-time fee. Mm-hmm. So yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, it was like a couple bucks. It was three dollars. I think. To switch it. There's still three dollars seven years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> switch over. The, the the scary part about all of this though is that like the more people that go over to these apps that didn't have as big of a user base before, the more it's going to cost them. Yep, and then the more likely it might just <laughs> Don't use Relay also, yeah. Don't <laughs> It's awful. It's the worst. <laughs> to use it. Um, weirdly yeah. enough, Claire has Reddit as fun on her phone, and it still works, and I, read, I don't know how. I read something that, like, there was some weird setting that Reddit is fun still works for for some reason, and but it's going to get patched soon, and it's going to it's gonna get destroyed uh, soon. So I'm like sure that. it will. She was, I, she told me, she's like, I've been using Reddit, and I was like, no, you haven't. And she's like, no, no, I'm fine. He's like, you just haven't refreshed it yet. Like, you probably, it's just old stuff. And then she refreshes it right in front of me, and I was like, can I borrow this for a minute? <laughs> I gotta get my fix in. Um, so right now, pretty much what I'm doing is I have the default app if I want to like really look at something. But because I'm not logged in in the default app, for me to go try and read comments on Reddit is like a chore. So I don't find myself like freely scrolling through it yeah. anymore. Okay, so it, it logs you out, but it still works. So does Claire? So yeah, apparently she doesn't log into anything. Apparently, it's Reddit is <laughs> fun. Currently, is like basically just accessing the old Reddit like public website oh. and you and using that data somehow. Huh. Um, yeah, it says most likely using the .json API, which is still available anonymously. So you can't oh. you can't be logged in and use it, which is annoying. Hmm. So it's basically just like a d- different interface to read the website, I read guess. Front page without yeah, being logged in. If you're pointing. 
Like if you're trying to go to a certain subreddit, I guess that still would work okay yeah. because then you can just you have to search it every time. It to be fair, this is as of four days ago, so maybe Reddit patched it and yeah. now they're shut down. So it'll probably be on there. But I mean, yeah. like ultimately, anyway. yeah. So yeah, following yeah, NBA free agency sad. or NFL free agency on Reddit would have been pretty tough. It was like impossible. But yeah. then there's Twitter. But then, then there's, there's Twitter. Twitter. There's Twitter, which so, is great. All right. So the Twitter thing that happened um, was on J- July 1st. A lot of people might have seen this little notification pop up that says rate limit exceeded. And uh, did any of you guys get it? I did. Mm-hmm. I have not gotten. I, but I did it the f- w- the first thing when I woke up in the morning. I opened Twitter and I saw it. Oh. I think it's within like 24 hours or whatever. So I probably hit it the day before, and then it went into effect. Um, great notification prompt for people that have no idea what that means. <laughs> great job, Elon. Uh, but basically, they they set this limit so that you can only read a certain number of posts. And they also, for some reason, uh, made it so it was a different amount for Twitter Blue users. It was 10 times the, the amount for Twitter Blue users. Yeah. It started as 600 for non-Blue users and 6,000 for Blue users. Um, they are increasing it more and more over time. Elon said it was temporary. We'll see if it's temporary. Yeah. They also didn't tell anyone till 1 p.m. Eastern, like the yeah. whole morning. And, the and whole like, morning it was and like, just, yeah. like I said, this is NBA and NHL free agency. There were like <laughs> some of the biggest reporters that I follow trying to see stuff. They're just like, well, I guess you can look at all this on my MySpace page because like <laughs> this is not working. And, yeah. and those people need to... St- scour the internet to like look for breaking news Mm -hmm. and twitter's supposed to be the site of breaking news and now you're limiting i think that the reason that they turned this on was that they are trying to figure out what ai companies are scraping twitter without using the paid api because you can do that without using Mm -hmm. the paid api using scraping services and technically it'll just like run through tweets really rapidly so you'll hit a wall really quickly Mm -hmm. whether or not they actually like make it a temporary thing or if they just have it for a very long period of time because they need to keep catching these companies i have no idea yeah, yeah. that that's a similar excuse to what steve huffman said it is is like which AI i think is that's be a scraping. Le- i do it's think a, it's a legit excuse agreed yeah but it sucks that like this new era of technology is coming in and it's basically completely destroying all the other stuff yeah, it's destroying yeah. a lot of other users. I'm sure Woj hit his uh, hit his rate limit for well, the, the thing day. about Woj is he's he's on the phone, he's getting his info, and then he's just tweeting it. And so everyone who's trying to follow and refresh and find the latest stuff will hit their limits probably if yeah. they're not logged in or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's it is it's kind of like we constantly see Google and YouTube like fighting their demons of like people trying to take advantage of this site in twitter's case it's people scraping or ai services scraping in youtube's case a lot of times it's spammers and scammers and things like that people making fake accounts so i could imagine like the brute force version of this on youtube would be like you left too many youtube comments rate limit exceeded and you're like what yeah what what do you mean rate limit exceeded i like going around and leaving comments on things but it's like well spammers just go around and leave thousands of comments on things so if we just set a hard cap before we think about it at all that's at least a way to stop scammers from being so effective yeah and this is twitter's version of that it's like wow people are going around scraping all of twitter pulling thousands of things off the site and whatever they're doing with it we're not getting paid yeah so we'll just set a hard limit and that's temporary we'll figure out a better way to do something else about it later in the future but for now some regular users are going to hit that limit too and oh well also all the tech vcs have all been like if you're hitting the rate limit then you need to go outside and touch grass (laughs) that was and the funny thing about that is like bro you own this app like the point you are clearly just using that as an excuse because you're 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 trying to make us use the app as much as possible so you can't just like turn around it and be like, kind of funny that the oh, people want us to use the app. Yeah. My like, app is too, too toxic much. for you, so you <laughs> should go outside. Like, all right. I feel like like cool, Elon's was like, we're not going to tell anyone and they're going to just think Twitter broke. <laughs> yeah. Then at one o'clock, I'm going to tell people it's a very small number and then everyone's going to complain. And then an hour later, I'm going to be like, well, hold on, we'll increase it. And then another hour later, he's like, okay, we'll increase it more. And then right after that is like, touch grass losers. And like, it's like, what is <laughs> going like, on? How is this the PR cycle of Twitter? That's it's, the Elon cycle. Yeah, that's it, pretty much consistent with everything that's ever happened negatively to him. So, interesting. Yeah. It's just the, I don't know. I yeah. can't believe you don't announce it at first because everyone was very confused. They just thought Twitter was going down. Like they thought yeah. it was one of those days yeah. where Twitter was just not going to quite Here's work. A, it's and, a funny thing because some of these, it's funny that this coincidence 
it's like the how do I say this? YouTube also never tells anyone about the changes that it makes to stop spammers and scammers. All the algorithmic changes, it's a black box. All the rule changes about things like that that you can't do with an account that you just made. When we made a brand new account for this podcast and we tried to upload and it took like 24 hours to process, I'm sure that's another rule we don't know about. Um, but the reason they never announce those rules is so that those spammers and scammers cannot read the rule book and go, how do I get around this? Because mm -hmm. that's a guidebook for how you get around all those rules. Yeah. But it's a weird coincidence that with Twitter, this limit also coincided with regular users' use, where like a regular user could just yes. be reading tweets and then hit the limit. Yeah. Where like most of the things with YouTube, it's like you can't leave 300 comments in an hour. Yeah. Okay, well, if you did, you'd think YouTube broke because you couldn't leave any more comments. Yeah. But most regular people are never going to do that. Reddit has had that built in since like the beginning. Like you yeah. can't leave like more than like three comments within like 10 minutes or something. Yeah. Or it goes, oh, that's kind of spammer mm -hmm. behavior. Or make, make more than that many posts within right. 10 minutes. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sure you can't, you know, change your profile picture 10 times in 10 minutes. I'm sure there's a lot of things we don't know that you can't do on YouTube and Twitter. Mm -hmm. It's just this one happens to be something that regular people are like wait what i hit the limit what on? i'm just acting normal what's going on yeah when you do yeah. views on a thing that's just you're scrolling through hundreds and hundreds of like posts yeah. and comments like going through one post in their comments like you're hitting a hundred when views somebody gets traded quickly. i scroll through all the reaction tweets so fast there's like hundreds yeah. of memes about the guy that gets just got traded it's yeah it's just pretty easy i haven't yeah. hit the limit yet but i imagine it's not that i hit it. it although you're verified i'm unverified <clears throat> so 600 like yeah. i when it first happened 600 posts you kidding i'm not even out of bed <laughs> i'm i'm <laughs> through a thousand posts before i even <laughs> step my feet on the floor That's touch fair. grass yeah. Yeah. Touch, touch grass, grass. Man, loser. Man. Touch grass. Yeah. loser so yeah That's that was man. just it was a hectic yeah. day and it happened on a day where like twitter and reddit were very important and i was very sad and you know i really feel like both of these has just turned into me using them far less on my phone yeah. which probably is a good thing it's yeah, yeah. You know, it's probably you know, ultimately it's you're probably touching it's terrible for them to make money but it's, it's ultimately, yeah the, the ultimate yeah. goal of all these social media companies is to make as much money as possible basically i'm, I'm so simplifying but like they want to make as much money as possible yeah. and if the mechanic of them making money doesn't is work you spend more time on the site so you see more ads, yeah. then anything they do that's counter to that yeah. seems hilariously dumb. Yeah. So this, yes. this seems pretty stupid. You're yeah. getting people to leave the site faster, thus making less money. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Also, eventually. on July 1st, there were like massive surges of signups to Mastodon and to Blue Sky. Oh, this happens every time there's a weird Twitter yeah. feature. Literally anytime there's any sort of weird thing on Twitter, you get like, some surge, I'm sure, on all these sites. Yeah. Mastodon, T2, everything. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. We'll T2. probably talk about <laughs> those after the break. We got to get to Twitter competitors, right? That's, yeah. that's its own section. Oh, yeah. And a, new, sort of. and a fresh one. So we got some new things to talk about there. Yeah. But before we get there, let's take one more quick break and let's do a trivia question. All right. Trivia question number two. I'm really hoping I know this one. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> In the 2022 blind smartphone camera test... I should know this one. <laughs> the Pixel 6a won first place. What phone came in third? Oh, third? Third? <laughs> That's third. Well, so... There's two... It's either yeah, there's two the thirds. two phones that are tied for third... There's two thirds. Or... Is there? Okay, yes, because there's no tiebreaker. Or ELO rating. What? In 20... Oh, because it was 2022. Yeah, we did Just ELO. kidding. No, we did do ELO. There is yeah. a third. So is it in... Which but category? Overall. Overall, overall. ELO? Overall mm -hmm. third highest ELO. Yes. Okay, I should know that. Oh, so all three of them put together... What? Yeah. There's I a standard don't... photo, a low-light photo, and a portrait photo. Standard? No, we had overall. Oh, no, we did yeah, an, there overall. Was an overall. It was overall yeah. ELO. Okay. And I Pixel should know this. Pixel 6A won, <laughs> and I remember second place. Dang. Third, okay. Well, second place, was second place the third? Pixel 6 Pro? Was it? Or was, was it not? Set Pro. I lived Seven in the sheet for like two weeks. <laughs> Seven Pro. I'm I pretty sure. Know I know the bottom Are you sure that was second? <laughs> Are you sure that was second? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And was Pixel 7 third? Seven Pro. We, we didn't have a seven. In All there. right. Time for break. Time for break. <laughs> Support for this episode of Waveform comes from Gigabyte. 
There's a lot of talk out there about how AI is revolutionizing our world. Computers are writing newsletters, robotic bees are pollinating flowers, and a whole new wave of driverless taxis are popping up in cities all over the world. But how can AI power our passions and what we do for fun? That's where Gigabyte's AI gaming laptops come in. So their range of powerful and portable new laptops deliver cutting edge performance for anyone looking to explore the brave new world of AI powered gaming. So every 2024 Aorus machine comes equipped with the Gigabyte AI Nexus, which is like a central hub located with all the AI powered features you could hope for. So that includes super useful tools like AI Power Gear, which automatically throttles and extends your computer's battery life depending on your power source and usage. You also get access to AI Boost, which optimizes performance based on what you're doing in that moment, whether you're ripping through an FPS or running your own large language model. AI Boost automatically adjusts the GPU and processors to maximize responsiveness and deliver unparalleled efficiency. Lastly, AI Generator includes various generative AI apps for quick startup, and all 2024 Gigabyte models seamlessly integrate with tools like OpenAI and Microsoft's Copilot AI chatbot. But the Aorus 16X and the Gigabyte G6X take it to the next level with a dedicated Copilot key, allowing users to swiftly tap into productivity and generative AI capabilities. I also keep hearing AI is gonna change a lot in the gaming world. Andrew, can you think of anything about that? Not just optimization, like you said, but like more personal optimization I could see happening where like maybe you're playing a competitive game like Valorant and you want higher FPS and lower resolution. Like you're okay versus like The Witcher where you might want 4K crispy resolution and like a lower frame rate. I think finding that between your computer specs and what you want might help out a lot. Nice. So all of the models that I've been talking about are available right now at auris.com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. So that's A-O-R-U-S dot com slash laptops slash gigabyte dash AI. Gigabyte, team up, fight on. All right, welcome back. So Marquez, you said this new app you're trying is a for sure Twitter killer. You said Twitter is <laughs> probably going to be done by the end of the week. Uh, I think that's what you said off nah, camera. That's what some advocates would interpret my statement as. Oh, but that's how I it. I'll read what I wrote you mean and, then I'll, and then I'll expand on it. How about that? Sure. I like that. Okay, so what I tweeted, and just for background, Twitter, mostly text-based. I think we can agree it's a yeah, at least a it started lot. off yes. that way. So, the number one thing Twitter has over Blue Sky and Mastodon and T2 and all these other competitors is has always been the people. Uh, that's what makes Meta launching their Twitter competitor Threads so interesting. Yeah. They'll port everyone's Instagram handles over, and we'll just have people right away. And I tweeted that I hit send, got a lot of interesting replies. Um, I am currently using threads i have the app on my phone i'm in the sort of like early access group it's going to go live right before this podcast goes up so, so we will also be using threads by the time you yeah watch y'all or will hear this follow us on threads you know it's another one but i think that's the the interesting thing and i guess i'll, I'll expand it to two things actually the the thing that twitter has had over t2 mastodon blue sky is infrastructure and people yeah infrastructure i just say because like they're a real company and when i look at t2 like they're slowly like building features and bug fixing and they don't have an app yet and Scrappy it's like startup. we're gonna figure out how to do dms in the next month like they're really early yeah. i don't think you can even block someone on t2 yet like mastodon is down all the time blue sky the app crashes all the time like things are slowly coming together but twitter to be say what you want about twitter but they implement stuff for real and fast even if you hate what they're doing <laughs> maybe they're too doing real it, sometimes you know so that's one thing um and meta has that meta has that in spades they're a real company that can make a real app with real features and as soon as i use threads i'm like yeah they made they built twitter they've got reese shares they've got dms they've got posts they've got sharing images and videos they've got profiles they've built the connection with instagram they've just built it and they they have the infrastructure to keep building things so that's number one and then number two, I think we obviously Twitter doesn't have a ton of people compared to Facebook, whatever. I think mm-hmm. it's maybe 300 million versus however many billion. But it does have a lot of like real people that people care about following. They've got athletes, they've got artists, they've got creators like us, they've got politicians, they've got all these sports teams, TV shows are all on Twitter. Um, and mastodon t2 blue sky i'm there's a couple here and there like you might log in and be like oh cool like oprah's on mastodon like i don't know randomly you'll see like a couple things pop up 
But to me, it was always like, well, Twitter has everybody already. So even if the features are a little bit weird, at least that's where the people are and that's what I'm here for. And Meta also has that because Instagram, Facebook, the social graph is built in. And I guess what's basically happening is when you sign up for threads, you keep your Instagram handle, I guess is how it works. You don't automatically get, uh, <clears throat> you don't automatically follow everyone or get followed by people who follow your Instagram, but at least you have your handle and you're verified already. And then you jump in and the people are already there. Like when I was using it pre-release as I've been using it, obviously, uh, you know, Instagram employees, Zuck and Adamasari and people like that, but also just like a bunch of celebrities are already on it, using it, kind of just like poking around. And I have a feeling that's just going to grow kind of the same way it was because everyone already uses Instagram and expects that. Yeah. So those two things, infrastructure and people, they are what made Twitter better than its competitors. And this is the first competitor that's come along that has potentially both of those things right out the gate. And that's why it's interesting to see what happens. I have some questions. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, I want to tell a story first. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. This morning, David posted in the Slack saying like, oh, threads is like available <laughs> and you can go to it and see it. Like it's not out. You can't just download it, but like the website is up. Mm -hmm. And then Marquez goes in real life, like in real time. Yeah. I've been using this for like two or three days now, <laughs> like in previous. Like, like, like the real life meme stop? happened to us. Yeah. <laughs> like every time. I'm always like, oh, I've some exciting new information. And Marcus is just like, oh, I've been using that for a yeah, while. It's popping. That. It's popping off over there. There's, I have a ton of, I had to mute my threads notifications for wow. the day because Dang. I guess because I got a notification for every, everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So questions. Yeah. Uh, number one, is the, does the app feel like really well built out? Like, does it have basically all the same features as Twitter? Good question. So 80%, yeah. 80% mm -hmm. of all of the stuff you'd expect. And I think they're probably going to add stuff that Twitter doesn't already have. So there, there is no, like, for you page, but there's, like, sort of the home page. Oh, thank God. Can we see that? Yeah, you can, don't you can you sort of... Let me, let me screen record. Let me... Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Screen record. So just to walk through the UI, there's the home page, just like Twitter. You can uh, like something. You can comment on something. Well, this looks exactly like Reply Twitter. to something. You can attach an image. Oh, you can do image sharing. It does crash in ios 17 beta when i try oh, to image share no. so i'll say that iPhone um sucks. yeah well, it's just on the iphone um but there is uh media you can share photos and videos there's uh, a search function so you can find new users and it does suggest a bunch so look oh gordon ramsay's at the top i can click in he's got an avatar he's got one thread i can follow him cool there's compose which is just a compose window mm -hmm. there are likes and all your activity so replies, mentions, verified, and your profile. Wait, verify? Oh, no. So there is already a sorting mechanism for just people who are oh, verified. They're building in this whole meta-verified thing into this, aren't they? Oh, for yeah, sure. of 100%. course. Yeah. If it's through Instagram, yeah. they're definitely going to do that. So that's it's all here. Okay. It's all, it's um, all working. Other question. Yeah. How high quality is the photo and video upload? Because ah, Instagram is crap, and mm -hmm. Twitter, before it got bought by Elon... Uh, made a very strong push to make photo quality really good. And I really love that about Twitter. Mm -hmm. But Twitter never had any sort of like, they have a media page, but they don't have like a curated like gallery page. Yeah. And something that I was hoping, because this is like an Instagram sub product in a way, I was hoping maybe there would be some sort of like gallery linkage to your Instagram or something. Haven't seen that. Okay. Um, and I actually haven't really pixel peeped too much on the image quality either. I'll look into that. Because Instagram has really low <laughs> image quality. Yeah, yeah. Everything is pixel. Everything you you fine tune detail and color and everything, and then you post it, and you're like, what happened to yeah. my my precious? Exactly. Yeah. That's That may still be true about this. Ugh. Um, but Sad. yeah, they really didn't do any sort of features that Twitter hasn't done. Okay. So there aren't um, like a YouTube studio or like a Twitter analytics studio or anything crazy like that. There isn't yeah. like a new gallery view for images. They haven't really gone that crazy or done anything like super innovative, but they have built the bare bones like pieces of a text-based social media app. Do you know how many photos you can upload at once and what the video max time is? I... Have only tried to upload one, and I have only seen people upload one, and I don't know what the max time is. Oh, but if I it's imagine only one. If you can't upload like four, at least that's. Ugh. 
Yeah, four. I've only seen one. Can you try to do multiple right now and see what happens? So it crashes anytime I try. Right. So it might not, <laughs> it might not work, but let's go one, two, three, three four, five, six, seven. Add. Seven crash. videos? It just crashes instantly. Okay. Uh, yeah, again, the basics. Okay. It's got the basics. I would love to do like 10 photos. That would be amazing. Because the, the, be... the four max on Twitter has also been kind of annoying to me. You could thread it. Well, I think what does on, that mean? So Instagram, <laughs> you can do a carousel of, what, eight, ten? Ten. Ten, yeah. And on Lemon 8, you can do a carousel of, I believe, eight or ten as That's well. That's not real. So <laughs> I think they'll probably do that at some point. But mm. right now, I think really it's just about, like, the social graph and the interestingness of it being a new place where all the people you already know are hanging out. That's yeah. kind of the main thing that's interesting. Looking at it right there, it looks like Twitter. And that's a great thing, yeah, it's a great to be thing. honest, because exactly like you said, there are people already on it. It looks and seems like it's acting just like Twitter, like scrolling through it. I'm just seeing random thoughts with GIF replies <laughs> and a place to look at my activities and right. a place to follow people and a way to look at my own profile. Like yep. the, the, the notification page looks nice. You can split it up between verified users and all replies and just replies or likes and stuff like that like and it's also interesting they separated replies from mentions so if it's a new post that mentions you nice. that's one section that's really, that's nice. really reply good reply to something you posted that's a different section yeah so, yeah okay cool. um what was i also going to say well i really lost my chance out there can you thread things yet uh well but canyon? yeah so yeah so what's it calling po it's so called it's called threads yeah and basically every single post has a section where you can jump in and view specifically the replies. So I guess that's their mechanic for it being threads. I haven't been able to thread multiple threads together. I guess it's called threads. Can you can you like make a thread that has like when you finish you hit like add additional thread or add additional? Well, let's think. What's the character limit? Yeah, is there a character Ooh. limit? These are all good questions. Because like, try. I'm assuming so. if there isn't a way to do that, which is already weird because it's called a thread, yeah. and it feels like you can't thread it like you can on twitter so I but guess, is there a character so you can thread it just by like adding it to this basically every post has a thread of all the replies underneath it and you can just add to that thread and okay. it just shows up mm. in line so i guess technically that's a thread okay character limit uh test 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 uh it doesn't show up visually it does so it doesn't show a character count as you're typing okay not, yeah. yeah one thing i was going to say while you're trying to hit that character limit is when blue sky first launched on mobile one of the most positive things that we were saying about it was, wow, this looks exactly like Twitter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if Meta can like make something that looks exactly like Twitter, cool. Um, I will say that like Elon made this one point that it's like worst person you know just made a great point. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hit the limit. You did? Well, what is it? It doesn't show how many characters I typed. Does it feel uh, like more than Twitter? Limit. That feels like about the same. I'd say about the same. Yeah, it's probably two. Don't know for sure. Two forty. That's a reasonable amount. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you know, Elon made this point where he was like, "Can't wait for the future when the every single social media app on the internet is owned by one company." Mm. And it's like, yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason I loved Twitter was that it wasn't part of some mega corporation. Um, but but he also wants to turn Twitter into that. Doesn't yeah, he? he's Which burning is... it down. He wants it to be a mega corporation, and also it's like now it's bundled in with like Tesla and SpaceX. And I stuff. guess that is a potential concern: is that For we're sure. all like leaving Twitter because we want to get away from one, like oh, we don't like what Elon's doing. Now you're running into the arms of Zuck. Is that what's happening? <laughs> the billionaires own our souls, <sighs> basically. Which yeah. Threads isn't going to be launching in the EU because of that. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. At all? Because they don't meet the data privacy requirements in the EU. They're still working it out, according data to this article. Yeah, so reading, it, it's not going to be coming out at launch in the EU. Yeah, at launch, exactly. Yeah, sure. They're working yeah. on it to get I it don't to follow launch. anyone in the EU anyways. <laughs> you probably do. I definitely do. All of Europe. Also, quick question. I'm wondering, how do you think this is going to tie into Instagram itself? So that is my, yes. that's a big question a for me, app, for right? sure. Mm -hmm. So like stories, reels, those are baked into the Instagram app. And those are the things that I think of as successful Instagram taking things. Yeah. So but was, like IGTV. Yeah. IGTV was separate. <laughs> separate <laughs> that one. Died. Yeah. yeah. I was told that you will be able to share threads to stories and it'll link directly to the threads app, hmm. which is interesting. Uh, and so that's how I think at launch, a lot of people will be sharing their threads accounts is by sharing a thread 
into your Instagram and getting that audience over there. Mm-hmm. That actually does make a lot of sense because how many people screenshot tweets and post it as a story? Yeah. So if you could just directly <laughs> share an actual link to a tweet, you have a better a way thread. of giving credit to the people and yeah, actually exactly. giving them because if it jumps straight to that, exactly, yeah. it links in. You get to. It's probably because it's your own post. It's probably some sort of verified something happening there, just to make sure you can like actually link it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. of that, I could see this being. Twitter in general, out of all the social medias, if you were to make a sponsored post as a creator, is the worst, like, the worst deals you'll get. Like, because engagement on Twitter is lower, it has less people, and in general, like, it's Mm -hmm. swiped through pretty quickly. Instagram's higher, and being able to to link directly to Instagram, I could see marketing companies wanting to use threads more with creators than Twitter, if it actually gets to that point of being... Yeah, as big as Twitter. Also, if a lot of people feel like they're seeing double because they've heard this Threads name before, there was an app called Threads from Meta. Uh, That was it was a dedicated. It only closed down last year in 2020, or sorry, in 2021. But it was a dedicated Instagram DM app that it was like it used your Instagram account just for DMs. And I don't know why they had it. I think they were like kind of testing whether or not people because a lot of people, a lot of younger people use like Snapchat as the main way they communicate. Right. Right. And I actually talked to a lot of people only really through Instagram DMs because it's a pretty fully fledged like messaging app, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So they they tested an app called Threads. Uh, which was just messaging. They shut it down two years ago, and now I'm, they're just kind of like resurfacing the branding. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, like, the the word threads makes a lot of sense because it's already called a Twitter thread, right? Yeah. And so if you could just like threads for conversations, like it's a pretty good name. It's a pretty good name. It's a pretty good name. How yeah. do you feel about the logo? It's like the at sign with an additional little loop, right? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Just yeah. black, white on black. Yeah. I don't. Hate I don't it. hate it. It looks too much like a generic at to me but and also it the the color of it is a lot like instagram right i think it's just when you black, open or is it black? the splash screen has instagram colors but everything else seems to be black and white oh interesting yeah yeah it's oh you know fine. what's funny and i just found something and i'm not sure it's going to do this but there's a corner up at the up at the top there's an instagram logo when i hit uh, that it goes to my instagram profile ooh, i wonder if there's going to be a threads logo that would be amazing and i hit that sick. and it goes back to my threads that account. would be great that seems like what they would do uh, that's like a very seamless uh transition as well yeah like, that looks really nice yeah, i yeah. really like that it's funny because i've definitely built i've built a lot of my following on twitter and now i'm like i wish they were on instagram and i have like Mm-hmm. A certain, I feel like that a very, the time. I have a much smaller percentage <laughs> yeah. on Instagram, but I would like more people to be on my Instagram because I actually post my photos there. So if I can have the cross compatibility. No, I totally agree. And to add on to that, like I've enjoyed using Instagram more, but you take a bunch of great pictures. I don't. I just make <laughs> like one line jokes on Twitter every once in a while. So <laughs> like, I would like to go over right. there so they can go together. Yeah, I'll just take, I'll write it on a Screenshot post-it note it. and take a picture of it oh, yeah, and then yeah. post it on my story. Yeah. Honestly, that would be a great profile. Doesn't Alton Brown do that? Oh, really? So he does something like that. Everyone yeah. has some some version of how they post things. It's been done already. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, by the time you guys uh, listen to or see this podcast, it will be out. So Follow all of us. Follow all of us. So all of um, this was useless because they already have it. Yeah, they're all like... No, they, they want to know already. Thread at us on how Thread you like me. it. I was going to ask that. Thread so me, bro. A tweet, a, tw- a Twitter post is called a tweet. Is yeah. a thread post just called a thread? Is it that shouldn't it? be because a thread is still a function within the app. So I feel like they should call it. It's probably just going to be called a post. Yeah, and if say. you make a post and nobody replies, there are no threads. So it can't be a thread. Exactly. You could thread a thread and have a like thread squared. You have to reply to yourself to make it a thread. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you don't use the thread emoji. How long till we have third party thread apps? Never. <laughs> Never. I feel like the era of third-party apps is just over. Isn't Thread also it's like the time. home tech? Um, Thread no. is part of Matter. It's yeah. part of Matter. Yeah, Thread okay. is part of Matter. I have to keep those straight in my head. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Thread is out. If you want to follow us on Thread. Yeah. We're gonna I'm on be. There. We're the. We will be the same handles that we are on Instagram. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram and then follow us on Thread. I was also <laughs> gonna ask pop quiz to you guys. I don't know if how much you keep track of this, but if you had to sort by number of followers. On social networks, how do you think we MKBHD channels rank? YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, throw on Google Plus. <laughs> your, yours. Wait, so yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. 
Oh, I've got YouTube number one. Yes. Um, Instagram number two. Twitter two. No, Twitter two. Twitter two. T two. Six mil, then four point something mil on Instagram. Yeah. 17 mil on YouTube. Andrew's on it. Uh, four point something on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, wow. There's more and on Twitter. Like where, did, Twitter. where did Google Plus top out? A hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing like two hundred Google Plus topped out a little over five million. Five million. Really? Yeah. Wow. Those are wow. Fake. Yeah. Those are bots. That's we so... were. I was one of Vision. the suggested follows when you first. Oh. Saw. Yeah. yeah. So it was. It oh, was so Google RIP. Plus is more than Instagram. At the time, it That's was the crazy. highest thing that was not YouTube for me. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. What's so. your T two? Think about five hundred. Nice. That makes you top. <laughs> that's 1%. more than are actually on the site. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's actually everyone on the site. <laughs> wow. Well, burn. All right. I think that's good to know. Uh, I'm not on Mastodon, so if you guys are thinking you're following me on Mastodon, but it's not me. Here's another thing with uh, so Threads at launch will not support it, but it will be supporting it. It will support ActivityPub. So you can post on Mastodon and see on Threads. Post on Threads, see it on Mastodon. So we will have third party. Tw- third-party thread apps technically. yeah if you use mastodon yeah technically yeah it's not available at launch but they're going to make it available which is interesting i think that mm-hmm. it, yeah that is interesting i think that it's a pr play because it doesn't people still want to use like the official main app and mastodon's still way too confusing for most people so i think zuck is like oh it shows that we're not trying to own everything and that like you know you could technically use whatever you want mm-hmm. but like most people are still going to use the official app. So it's a really good the app first and then go use whatever you want. It's a really good PR play to make them like look like they're supporting the open web. And also the first party app has to be the most important. It's just like for, for like regular people. And and this is going to link from Instagram as I'm imagining, like there's going to be a button from Instagram to threads and people will just find it organically. That would be great. I would love that. That's going to be the thing that drives the most discovery. Yeah. Or they could have just turned Instagram into twitter well they had that that weird feature the broadcast feature they I still that have was, that and they still have it and i think yeah. that was the beginnings oh. of this have you gotten these <laughs> yeah. where they like, like send you, out a message in your yeah. dms that's weird that yeah, just feels like a, a spam call like, I, yeah, Zuck sent like... you a photo and you're like what and it's just a, a mass <laughs> message sure? to all their followers i yeah. hate that yeah. i had that happen on my phone while i was showing my phone to someone and they were like what <laughs> yeah Zuck sent you Zuck a just photo? sent you a photo <laughs> what yeah it sends me them all the time then i had to explain bro we're here for a day yeah we yeah. fight in cage matches like twice a week <laughs> yeah we've been sparring it's a good time. <laughs> anyway okay that's it for this week on instagram <laughs> uh this week on waveform of course we uh we'll probably talk more about these social media things as they grow and expand and, and evolve so let us know in the comments what you guys think and what you want us to talk about and follow us on all those things. And follow us on all those things. We will now attempt to answer the questions that Adam asked at the beginning. Oh. It's trivia time. Attempt to try. I am not going to get these right. I really right. thought I knew what the second one was, but I don't know anymore. Adam Alina, I have an idea. You're I definitely correct. don't know the first one. First question. What was the first commercially available smartphone with wireless charging? God, that is tough. I have, I'm so between two of them that I'm, if it's the wrong one, I'll be so mad. But if it's neither of them, then I won't be that upset. Yeah, that's, how, I know that's the exactly era. how I feel. Actually. I just want you to know I'm changing what I originally put. Ahead <laughs> just of cross time. it out. Don't erase it. I know the first commercial phone with two gigabytes of RAM. <laughs> I guess probably figured out. Did you see they just announced a phone with 24 gigs of RAM? Yeah. Really? I don't know what it was. but it somebody like match some, some crazy yeah. gaming yeah, phone. Yeah. Well, right, I burned all my time. Read. Okay. I don't know the answers. Oh, wow. Oh, that might be right. Okay. I said the no, Nexus wrong. 4. Wrong. Oh, it's not the right. the S7. Wrong. I said the S2. Wrong. Oh. Who's closer? None of you, actually. Yeah. Well, I guess technically Andrew's kind of close because I think the, the Galaxy 6 was the first Samsung Galaxy phone. That's with, what I did right Or the 6 down, Edge, something but, like that. Really? Okay, but, but the first one with wireless charging was actually... it's the Asus Zenfone 2. No. Okay, good. The Nokia 920, according to Computer World. It came out in 2012. Wait, that's a Windows phone. It's not a smartphone. That's a smartphone. That's still a smartphone. Yeah. I, I guess don't, I don't know about What was it? About the Nokia The Nokia Lumia 920. Oh, Oh yeah, the yeah. Was and that, I did was a that video. the one made by HTC? That it was a know. black polycarbonate. This is a thick phone too. <laughs> yeah, it was a thick this boy. This is the dumbest phone. <laughs> oh, I did a video on. <laughs> oh, that. I remember that. Phone. I did the nine twenty and the ten twenty. Wow, I did look at that camera. So I like how they have that camera, and then they have the one with the chonker forty megapixel <laughs> the, camera. That was the, the that was the ten twenty. 
That's yeah. the first oh, yeah, that was wireless the huge charging. One. The yeah, first commercially available smartphone, what was according the first, to Computer World. Okay, but what was the first Android phone with wireless charging? I don't know. David. 2012. I should be asking you that. Yeah, uh, you're right. The back of this 920 is just like a red square, <laughs> and then just like this little tiny camera with a thing that says Nokia. It's taking up like five percent of the it back. It was a tiny it's camera. Horrible looking. <laughs> All right. Next question. While David Google's what the first Android phone was with wireless charging. In 2022, the blind smartphone camera test, the Pixel 6a won first place. Mm-hmm. What phone came in third overall in ELO rating? This is our own smartphone camera test. Yeah, I didn't look at the data as much as Andrew did. Andrew lived in this data for like three weeks. Yeah. He just slept under his desk. Maybe it all blurred together uh, for him. Definitely. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. All right, flip him and read. I put Zenfone 9. Correct. Oh, what? I'm so mad I didn't put it. Yo, I assumed baby. this was a trick question because we talked about the Zenfone Wait, so I need much. this moment. I need this moment. Oh, my God. I also put Zenfone 9. Hey. Correct. Let's go. Oh. I also wrote the order of top four. I don't know if I'm all correct. 20 club. Okay, wait. <laughs> wait, I'm still in this. <laughs> 20. Exactly That's 20. what I'm at, too. Oh, okay, cool, cool. cool. Wait, yeah, Andrew, yeah. what did you put? I put yeah, the Andrew. ROG. I, I, was, I almost put the ROG. Because I was like, but we talked Elo. about Zenfone being good, and then I thought he was going to be like, oh, they're going to put the Zenfone. And I was like, mm. well, I know the Zenfone did. Do you guys want a bonus point? Yes. No. Bonus point. What was in fourth place? No, he do wrote that, that down, so I feel like it's it hard. Down. I already wrote mine. Oh, well, yeah. what, what'd you put? S22 Ultra. Wrong. Oh. It was the Oppo Find X5. Oh, right. Oh, I'm mad. I should have put Find X as my mm, guess for third. That's a good I remember. Yeah. yeah. All right. So new scores David 24, Andrew and Marquez tied neck and neck at 20. Which is a that's great right. set of scores together because. Yep. Next episode is the trivia extravaganza. Yes. Wait, so oh, you don't two. say. Yes. My question is, um, <laughs> does my does the fact that I'm ahead just not matter now because nope, they no. trivia extravaganza? No, it, no, it does, right? Oh no, it it's won't. like going. Oh, it won't. It won't matter. At <laughs> it's all. like going from <laughs> Jeopardy to Double Jeopardy. You technically have an advantage, but it's, it's not very that. Small. Wow. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. Everyone that's followed up until now, please congratulate me because I'm gonna lose. <laughs> you won the, the regular season. Yeah, yeah, you won regular season. Yeah. yeah, Now you gotta bring it in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which we'll I see always, about that first round. I, I always crash at. <laughs> Either way, that's been it for this week on Waveform. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Catch you next week in our trivia extravaganza, where we'll settle this once and for all: who is really, truly the most trivia tech knowledgeable on this podcast. Wow, that was really good. Have you said that before? No. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Just off the dome. Yeah. Dude. Nice. I'm a poet. <laughs> Thanks for watching. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Waveformers produced by Adam Alina and Ellis Rovin. We're partnered with Vox Media Podcast Network and our intro after music was created by Vane Sill. So.